Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Episode 11. I was going to shout out episode 11. Redo. Take two. Moron. What's going on, boys and girls? You got Jake here tonight. We are back for episode 11. Huge episode. We're excited. We've gotten past 10. None of us have choked each other yet, though we've been close. So we want to thank all our Card Drinks fans for coming back tonight. We're happy to be back. Coming off of a big week last week, we're uh, we're neck deep in the FedEx points. We got live tournament bullshit. Me, Brad, and Max have all played rounds of golf that we got to talk about. So I'm gonna kick it over to uh, I'm gonna kick it over to Max first. I want to see how Max doing. How you doing tonight, Max? What's going on, Jake? I'm feeling great, man. I am excited. We have a lot of golf to talk about on this week's episode, and uh, I'm ready to dive into it. I'm sipping your uh, Traverse City Cherry Whiskey. Is that the one? I was going to ask because I didn't know if you drank it. Oh, you have to, man. You have to. You got to open up a fresh new bottle. Have to for episode 11. Good bottle of bourbon. Oh, yeah. Super smooth. those of you that don't know, so I'm actually a realtor as well, and I helped Max buy his new house. So that was one of my gifts to him, and it's uh, it's cherry, isn't it? Cherry flavored. Oh yeah, it's one All of the right. best. Well, I'm, I'm glad it's good, and I'm glad you cracked it open. Uh, what about Brad? How's Brad doing tonight? I'm hanging in there. I just want to say it as well. Um, for Max's birthday, I also got him a bottle of that same whiskey. Jake wasn't there, but I was. So, um, just for the record. But no, I'm doing good. Um, I didn't get invited. I'm actually, I'm actually out of uh, drinks. I don't have my tequila still, so I just got water tonight, unfortunately. And that's, that's not true. And this just is what it is. What are you drinking? I'm not drinking anything because I don't have my bottle of tequila. What was that Yeti though? You tipped forward. What do you got? Evian or Perrier in there? Because there's something in there, and it's not water. I know it's not. You're not fooling nobody, and it's definitely not going to be me. I ain't no fool. What's in there? You wouldn't even know. Rum and Coke. Calling it right now. Rum it's and water. Coke. Okay. It's water. If from it's the a water, water I'm going to be disappointed like your internet connection right now because you are fuzzy as heck. Yeah, what's going on? You were just like fuzzy too. You look like you're in. <laughs> Jake's like, the worst. Remember when Osama bin Laden used to send those videos in to Fox News of him talking about <laughs> the USA? That's on what a flip you look phone. like. <laughs> You look like you're I hope you're not drinking game. water. I don't know. I might blip out for a second. Hold on. Blip? Oh, yeah, he froze. Are we frozen? No, we're still alive. I think I think Brad's checking the connection again. We, he did have to go through, an, in his defense, he had to go through another update uh, with the laptop. So that could be what's going on. While we're waiting for Brad... I'm just going to jump into my round because I'm pretty excited about it, Jake. Let's hear it. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Right. 
So, um, as you know, Stephanie's in the middle of the job hump. She actually just accepted uh, a position, uh, which is super exciting. But no we kidding. went Where out at? and I don't want to, I, I, I won't say okay, that yeah, one, but she did accept the position, which is great. Stephanie. Congratulations. Congratulations, Stephanie. Um, but we went out and played at Evergreen in Southfield, just the nine hole course. It was uh, just the two of us. We played with two other, um, two other guys as well. Uh, that we got paired up with, but we went out and had a good time and I was shooting an awesome round. I coming into like hole six, I think I was two over three over. Maybe I was shooting bogey pars and the sixth hole is like a dog left. Yeah. Six hole dog left. I took the six iron out about 185 yards, but I did fade it to the right. So I went into the rough and I did a punch shot with my seven iron just to get it back about a, a good hundred yards out. It was par five. Dude, it went too far. It went out towards the left rough, bounced off the cart path, went on a bounds underneath a tree. So I was shot two, had to drop. Didn't have a shot from the drop. I'm not going to cheat and try and set myself up. I didn't went where went where I went out of bounds. I was playing a good round. I wanted to keep it fair. Had to punch out to the right. Had to get on, and I think I two put it. Ended up getting an eight, but overall oh. shot a 43. So I should have been in the 30s. A little disappointed in it, but overall great round back after a month. It's always that one hole. It's always that one hole. So you can't be Seriously. mad at that. 43 overall. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd be pissed too. I would probably be yelling, but you can't be mad at that. It sounds like it was a quality round and I mean, minus the one hole, but that's what makes us average golfers. I mean, you can't exactly. be too upset about it. Exactly. I mean, like at the end of the day, par five, so probably would have shot a 40. I did bounce back on hole seven, ended up shooting par. There you go. But who's yeah, better than you? Just the one hole. Just the one hole. If I can cut that out of the game, we're sitting pretty, you know? You'll be done. You'll be done. Yeah, who's better than you? You can't be upset about that. 43 with an 8? What are you going to do? Shit happens. How was the course, though? I've always wondered about that course. So I actually really enjoy that course. It's a great practice course. There's not too much traffic on it, too, so you don't feel rushed. And if you think about, like, a lot of nine-hole courses, they're all par threes. And they're always borderline too long of being a par three. Evergreen in Southfield actually does a really great job. The majority of them are par fours. So they had enough space to really make it a challenging course with less par threes. So you do get kind of a regular course feel. I, I love it. I'd play that twice to make it 18 um, just because it's so much fun. It, it, there's It's definitely a challenge. Uh, it's forgiving. But you have enough of like bunkers and trees and the angles in play that it's a great course to play for just trying to get a quick nine in. So I, I do enjoy it a lot. I normally will play like Red Oaks, which is more par threes. So for that, I would probably give it uh, for a nine hole course, like an eight out of 10. Oh, that's awesome, though. So it's not super gimmicky then. So at least if you're going to go just play nine holes, it's still a good time and you're able to enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. They just got new carts, and um, and yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. You know what I mean, though. You know some of those courses you get out there, and it's par three, par three, par three, par. You know what I'm talking about. It's absolutely. It's not, 
it's not that it's not enjoyable, but you'd much rather do it. You want to you want a mix of everything. So yeah, this was gimmicky and enjoyable. First hole was a par four, about three hundred and eighty-five yards. Second hole is another long but decent par four. Then you have a par three that's like two hundred yards. Come back into par four, par three, par f- there's a par five. Um, so you get a little bit of everything versus just only par threes with like two par fours. Being stuck. Yeah, okay. Okay. No, that makes sense. Yeah, I've always heard about that course. I've just never played it. So I was curious what you're gonna say. That's about cheap it. too. Cheap? What were the price what yeah. was the price? I think it was like eighteen bucks. Oh, that's nothing. Yeah, so it's not Especially bad. Right now. That's actually a great price too. What were the greens like? Were they in good good condition? Greens were in good condition. They were for a public, for like a municipal course. They were a moderate speed, maybe like a five or a six. Um, you know, if you're thinking of private, private on that scale would be like an eight, the eight to ten range, right? Like tomorrow we're gonna play Oakhurst, and that's gonna be fast greens, you know. Um, so it's not like a pine knob or an Oakhurst, but from from Muni course, I thought they were a pretty good pace. It's not like you're hacking hard on the putting green just to get it close to the hole. And it actually did have enough undulations where slope did play a factor as far as how the ball was rolling. So it's so it's like it's probably right in the middle then as far as difficulty goes. You got you got a gap yeah. in between where it's not super hard to where normal golfers can enjoy it, but it's difficult enough to where if you're out there hanging out, having a good time and it becomes a competition that hey, we got to actually focus here a little bit. And not to throw shade at you, but I think it's in in way better condition than Maple Lane. There's an actual rough and an actual fairway. <laughs> so I would I would rank it higher than Maple Lane, even though it's only nine holes. <laughs> I like how <laughs> it's got to be pointed out that it's not shade at me. Like I'm the brand ambassador for Maple Lane Golf well, Course. <laughs> you know, home course. I don't. You know, I just I, I don't want to talk too much on it. But uh, yeah, it was definitely better better condition. There was the rough was thick, and and the fairways were were really nice. And um, yeah, I didn't hit in the sand, so I can't really say. It. I did hit in the sand. I had one. Sand was good. It wasn't like that hard shit that like you're playing in mud basically. It's not even like sand. This was actually really good. Oh, it sounds okay. Overall. Overall, nice course then. Not bad. Well worth the money. It's got Max's stamped approval, everyone. You heard that. It sounds like it's a good place to go and spend some of your money. We're always looking for good courses to play, so I'm glad we got a got a good first hand look of what it's actually like. Oh, absolutely. I think you played this past week i did no I, yes i did so i actually played on friday i played in a company outing at twin lakes um i don't know have you ever played there i have once but it was like late in the season so it was a little chilly i didn't really get to enjoy the course too much and it started to sprinkle a little bit so like walk me through there's wait twin lakes don't they have like two or three courses too that that they are have, out there they have three total i actually have a funny story yeah. about that that's what's going to make it even funnier so i'm there for a company outing so everyone gets there um it's a good time we're all having a good time and you know everybody's there to relax so it's funny when you see everybody outside of the office we're enjoying it so everyone's having fun everyone got started early and they have the the carts the automated carts that got the computer on them 
So <laughs> we get to uh, the starter sets everybody off for the shotgun start, and we're all taking the same cart path to start. So as soon as we got to right behind the 18th T, or excuse me, the 18th green, which backs up to the parking lot, every single cart malfunctioned because all those computers said that we were off the cart path and in the parking lot. You had a row of at least 36 carts. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. 36 carts all at the same time. go, And it wasn't because we were hitting the brake. It was because the computer decided with their GPS BS that we were in the parking lot. So all of us at the same time, were like, what the hell is going on? I got whiplash. My neck's all kinked up now. I'm like, oh, there goes my round. There goes my round. But yeah, the GPS screwed up. We had about a half hour delay just to get those carts to move. They had to reset the computer systems for it just to get us to move to our uh, to our first hole. So in my opinion, they got to get rid of the electronics and the golf carts. That's too much. But beautiful course. I liked it a lot. Greens rolled true. Um, wasn't super difficult. I mean, we we didn't win, so I can't act like we're the greatest golfers in the world but the three different courses we got all confused got turned around ended up on the wrong nine for our second nine and uh we had to jump around we ended up playing like three extra holes because they had <laughs> tents everywhere and you can imagine a, like a golf outing with over 120 golfers it's it's a lot but beautiful course actually played pretty well not as well as i wanted to um but it was a, it was a nice round i'm glad i got to do it and then i actually ended up playing on saturday and sunday wait wait wait. so back to twin lakes did you actually trust the cart when it gave you the yardage no no after that no because i was gonna say after that that's like how could you ever trust that ever well can you imagine going full speed in a golf cart and then i don't know where your cart's (laughs) stopping and it's not just like stopping stopping it's screeching to a halt and you're flying through the windshield that's what it was like so we're like yeah i hate i hate that when they when they put that little like rule in there like because you see that sometimes happen when the course says cart path only and you just touch the grass because yeah. you're just trying to move off the path out of the way yeah. and it like slams you. And even when you're going like two miles per hour, it's a pretty big jolt. So I can't even imagine full speed just to a dead stop. Well, yeah. And imagine 36 carts in a row. It was ridiculous. Yeah. It was absolutely ridiculous. And now when I say screeching, like there was, there was tire marks on the path. Like, I was like, Oh my God, like everyone at the same time. And then, so some guys carts would start moving if you put them in reverse and then restarted them, but the other guys weren't. So we're stuck there waiting. And I, (laughs) Roger, the cart guy over there, shout out. I give him credit. He was so patient. He's like, everyone hold, wait. Cause people are trying to drive across and get across. And some people are going over the green. I'm like, Oh my God, you guys realize where we're at. You can't drive across the green at any course, but this is a nice course. Can you imagine if it screeches when you're on the green? Oh, it was a mess. It was a mess. Like, beautiful course. The cart's not their fault. I just think it's stupid. They got enough with the computers. Knock it off. Knock it off. Technology's going too far. Same thing with my truck. My truck does the same thing. Half the time, the the backup camera doesn't even work, and the radio shuts off. Enough with the computers. Let's go back to the good old days of we'll carry our own range finders, and we'll call the cart girl ourselves by whistling instead of having this stupid computer screen that's going to bring me to a screeching hall and give me carpal tunnel and all my wrists because I have to grip the dashboard. Whoa, you can't just be throwing that out there like that. I use my own. I use two. What, rangefinders? You use two rangefinders? Yeah, I use the the Arcos, right? Because that's the one that's hooked up to the clubs so I can see how terrible I play. 
But then I have I have the the blue tees, uh, blue tees V three Max. Yeah, for the laser. So you, I mean, you just need one. You don't need two, though. You just you don't need the computer. I'm trying to car. not have to pay the software for the for the for the clubs anymore. I think I know how fair. bad I am and what my yardage is. So I'm trying to get better at just the laser, so I don't have to pay the subscription. Oh no, it's, it's tough, yeah. man. That's so hard to shoot from. I mean, maybe I'm just terrible, but like, it's so hard to shoot shoot the the flags. I have. I don't. I don't know what it is. I'm naturally shaky, so a lot of times I pick that thing up and I'm like this, like geez, 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 shaking really bad, and I can't pick up the yeah. yard because I'm bouncing from the flag to the tree behind it. But yeah, no, um, I'm over the computers and the carts too much. It's too fair much. enough. It's too much. It was. It ruined half my day. I'm not gonna lie. So. Beautiful course, though. I'll give them that. Great course. Just uh, knock it off with the technology bullshit. That's enough. I mean, keep the technology in there, but use it for, like, if you want to order something at the turn. That's the only thing I want. It even, even, that happened to me at Bucks Run two weeks ago. I know we already talked about it, but I would drive three feet onto the fringe, not the fringe, but you know what I mean, the left side of the rough off the cart path. It would shut my cart down. And I had to turn around and go under a mile an hour trying to get back in. Yeah, that's yeah, that's so I wild. Like, I looked like Austin Powers. Remember when he gets a golf cart stuck between the two walls and he's trying to reverse it back and forth to turn it completely <laughs> around? <laughs> the 2,000-point turn. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I looked like. And I'm like turning around looking, and there's guys trying to hit their next shot. So that, yeah, that's exactly what it was. That's why, uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of it. But keep the technology to yourselves, not for the course. I'm with you, man. Just the whole whole electronics in the cart we could probably make do. It, just put those nice leather seats in the cart instead. You know what I mean? No, you know what? You know what I want to point out? These carts that have the coolers on them blew my mind. Up north, the fortress. Oh, yeah. Eagle Glen. <laughs> Bucks run. They all got coolers on their carts. And they got a ball cleaner and a club cleaner. Forget That's the, the forget leather the cart style. Forget the computer. I'll eyeball my distance and I'll look at your markers that are in the middle of the fairway. Forget the computer. It's too yeah, right. much. You, you look at me and you go, Max, how far out are we? I'm like, dude, yeah. just send it. Yeah, it's, it's too five. much. It's too much. Knock it's it off much. with the computers. It's way too much. If I go a foot, <laughs> if I go a foot to the right of the cart path and my cart shuts down, you're lucky I don't run into the clubhouse and start yelling, swinging a seven <laughs> iron in the clubhouse. Are you kidding me? It's too much. It's too much. Relax with all the computers. It's too much. Is it too much? It's too much. Yeah. What What about your right. other round? Did they have the electronic carts or were you sitting fine? No, it was Maple Lane. So those carts, they have. Uh, oh my geez. gosh. They have boat motors on them, so you have to. Those are actually pull start carts. Yeah, um, you got to so push no, it to great. get it to get it going. That Maple Lane is like what I like to call a. You're eyeballing your distance. You're eyeballing your distance. So uh, yeah, so we played in the Venetian Club uh, charity golf outing on Sunday, and we actually ended up winning. So we won due to our handicap. So we weren't the overall winner, but we only lost by two strokes. So. They won outright, but then we won. Is it? I don't even. I can't even remember. Is it gross or the net? net the net you yeah, won. The net. So we won the net. Uh, we actually, honestly, I'm not going to lie. I was humming from Saturday night, and we woke up early. We headed out there. It was me and my brother Joey, and then our other buddy Jason. All played. You know Jason. We all played together. 
Oh, Jason. <laughs> Fantastic round. Fantastic round. Couldn't have been any better. Um, it was just all, all shots came together. It was when one guy hit a bad shot, the other guy picked him up. It was a true like scramble that. round. Um, couldn't have been any happier because last year I think we only shot like three under. This year we shot eight under. The winner, the winner was 10. So I won. I uh, just want to throw this out there. I won closest two this year. Um, There's going to be a lot more where that comes from. Just to give you guys a heads up. Hopefully hole not tomorrow. About, hole is about 100 and I want to say 53 yards out. I shot at about 155. I was about a foot and a half away from the pin. Almost put it in. Almost put it in. They gave me a plaque and everything just for being closest to. Congratulations, Jake. But, yeah, I finally uh, finally won something at a golf outing, so I was happy. Hey, I'm proud of you, buddy. That's big time. I think we should do that for ours is have, like, a plaque or something, Brad. Yeah, I agree. I think you have one. You're going to get one in the works, huh? Dude, the 10-year good good trip, 10 years, I think it's time we – Bring the trophy. I got to get it. I got to order it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're going on year. Yeah, last year was 10, and then this year will be year 11 for it. So it's a lot of undocumented history, but I think this year's the year we're going to get something in stone. I love it. Where'd you play, Brad? What's that, Jake? No, I was going to. Sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you. I was going to say, what do we call it? It's not the Claret Jug. So what do we call it? Because the one you found, Max, was sweet. That trophy. Yeah, I'm excited about that. I didn't show you guys, but it comes in a really nice blue uh, box with like the nice like velvet on the inside. Oh, nice. Pull that thing out with the white gloves. I'm just saying. Yeah, we're going to have to get with Andy and figure out the – we're going to have to make some rules or or something, some stipulations where – it's going to actually be a little competitive. I can just see it now. Everybody, everybody tuned up, arguing. No, it's, you can't drop You can't drop it there. You can't. Bullshit. Oh, after the fight I saw last year with Cyan. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, with Joe. You think, what do you oh, think God. it's going to be like this year? There's probably going to be a couple knuckles thrown. It's going to be bad. He's going to whip out his cuffs on you. Someone, those cigarettes are going to get smashed on somebody's face this year. Ripping darts, yelling at each other. I was going yeah. nuts. I was howling. It was... We got to do well. Should we save it for the card drinks invitational this year too? I don't know. I'm bringing it. We won last year, Jake. So we're we're bringing it with us, and we're gonna sit with it every day, and then every day after because we're gonna go back to back champs. This is you're sorry. You're not even on the same team. I don't know. It comes down to the draft, right? You could. You could. But this is my question, though. This is my question, though. So if we won last year, why wouldn't we do like a repeat champion team that has to play everybody else again? Because then you have to give up the jug for a reason. You could. I'll take Cam on my team any day of the week. No, we can take. (laughs) Oh, we got new. (laughs) Jake, it, it it sounds good in theory, but we have new people coming. So. We got it. It's just kind of it's just the way it's a it chance is, man. for everybody to get a chance with the cup. Max, you better. But pick the captains, it comes down to the captains. Max, you better pick me if you get picked as a captain again. Yeah, Dennis and the Jones family. I don't know if they'll ever touch the jug. <laughs> just the McCain. I should just put McCain on it. You know, just call it a deal. 
we'll have to get a meeting or something. We'll have to go out and get a meeting with Andy Kamish, see Come what he in. thinks, get his approval. Andy Monahan. Yeah, we should get his approval on. <laughs> well, we should get his buy-in if he wants in on this jug for the good trip. But I'm still bringing one from last year's outing. Saying the boys won. Jeez. Team World. Team World. Ryan, Syed, Jake, and Max. Team World. Let's go. Max, how much fun was that, though? How much fun was that when we realized we were winning? I mean, I didn't realize we were winning until after we tied Dennis with all of our iPhones lining up the 18th hole because he was so adamant about finishing it out. (laughs) Good day. I'm not going to lie. That's when I realized this could be for real, you know? We got to get the, the first two days. We were just having fun. Brad and I, I mean, I was spending more time laughing with Brad going, dude, Jake has to wait. That's funny, oh, isn't man. it? That was oh, awesome. I was pissed. Not going to lie. I was pissed. That was the greatest day. That made the trip for me. Yeah, that was fun, especially because I was already blasted by hole four. <laughs> and then uh, Joe's friend whipped. Yeah, Joe's friend, right? Yeah, Marcus. He's yeah, a cool Marcus guy. whipped out the shots because we hit birdie juice. <laughs> As after my 290 yard bomb, I'm sitting next to Ryan. He's going, dude, holy crap! <laughs> like, guys, that I don't even remember the conversation on the 18th green when Andy's like, dude, yeah, you're coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was one point where uh, I don't know, it was like Andy, Ryan, maybe Matt or somebody. They they all came up to me and they're like, like, yeah, we got to talk to you about something. They're like, yeah, these two guys. Jake and Max, I think they're shoe-ins for the next year, too. <laughs> Is that what he said? Yes. I think some, Yeah, I think Andy said it or somebody, but it was so funny. Like, oh, sweet. My boys, my boys did it. <laughs> yeah, man. Thanks for inviting us. Seriously. I mean, you've talked about it for so many years. I'm like, man, that just sounds like so much fun. I'm so jealous. We even thought about starting our own, and then, and then we got the invite, and we're like, yeah, screw starting our own. Andy's well, got it that- down. You know how that goes too when you get like, because Max, I didn't really know you that well before then. I mean, that was just, that was really honestly the, the first real time we hung out. And I mean, besides we golfed together one time, but that means nothing. Yeah, no, that was um, it. We like that whole, even that whole time, I was, I told Brad about that before. It's like, you, you know how it is. You hang out with certain friends and you're always afraid when you bring a new group together because some guys are weird about things and they're not as friendly with each other, but that kind of worked out any better. Like that was the big group of boys. Like everybody was boys that weekend. It was one of the, that was one of the best weekends we've had. I will say I'm a little bummed for next year that we don't have Steve, Brad. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little bummed out about it. All those stories. I know. He was supposed to come, but I I don't know what happened. Steve, something something came up. Yeah, the little guy. Yeah, Canadian Steve. Oh, Steve. I know Steve. I, I've heard about Steve. He was supposed to come this year, but he had, he had to back out. Him and uh, Steve and Tim, they're boys. Tim's hilarious. He's like, I don't know. He's like a percentage Native American and just like a tall, lengthy, like gumpy guy like <laughs> the way he talks to he's like i don't know i feel like he's always drunk and he mumbles and he's from canada so like put all that in like one combination you don't understand anything he's saying <laughs> let's go the one the one like the last time he came he was i played with him and he was just atrocious he wore like the adidas 
sweatpants with the stripes down the side. Like the soccer pants? Yeah. That's what he would wear. <laughs> From Grand Theft, Grand Theft Auto, Liberty City. I don't know. He, he had a, he had this crazy like these crazy stories. He um some <laughs> I don't know exactly, but it's something to do. He, he kept saying like Oh, the white the white sparrow is coming. You see, you see a white sparrow, and that means winter's coming. in the middle of the round. I don't know how it came up, but it was just—it's so random. Like Tim, you and your Native American stories, man. What the hell? That's so great. Yeah, I wish. Yeah, I hope they come soon because it's a, it's a blast. I love it. <laughs> You have, to ask, you have to ask Andy and uh, Dennis about that one because I don't know the. I forgot the whole story. The white sparrow. <laughs> I can't even like describe like how he how he speaks. It's so funny. Well, did he always talks about all like the privileges he gets because he's like over the percentage of like Native American. They have all those different rights and shit. Oh yeah, free college tuition, twenty five percent. Well, did Matt tell you? About yeah, that? he can like hunt anytime, anywhere, whatever. It's, it's nuts. Yeah, they're not. Uh, I'll leave that alone. But yeah, so my Matt, me and Matt talked about that. There was that one guy. We were going to the casino that one night, and we met him. He was Native American. He lived on the reserve. But um, <laughs> the way he said things, and we were like. We were joking with him, but then he actually joked back with us, and he goes, ah, yes, it's riches you seek, yes, because we're pointing at the casino. (laughs) (laughs) Hands down, one of the nicest guys we ever met. Oh, but he was great. He was great. He was making fun of all the stereotypes and everything. He was a great guy. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. It was. It was a good time. It was was funny. I'm sorry I brought that up. That was a side note, but it just reminded me of that guy. No man, hopefully, hopefully Steve and Tim, they get back to it because it's it's even more fun with them. Wasn't Steve the one that threw his uh, threw his club over a hill and then? Oh gosh, it's yeah. Snapped. That was like that was like one of the last times like he came on the trip. I was I was in his cart. We were we were paired together at treetops, and he wasn't playing well, and he threw he threw his. Club. He literally threw his club down this like this cliff, <laughs> and it's fun. It's funny too because, like, he's like a little person. He's a dwarf, right? So his clubs are modified. I mean, he, he plays really like golf really well, and like he like no offense to anything. You can joke about him to whatever you want, it's, and he'll just talk shit back to you. So it's perfect. But like he, yeah, he just chucked his club into the woods down the cliff at treetops. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm like, Steve, what the hell? Why would you do that, Steve? Like, damn. And then a couple holes later, this kid that works there, like one of the cart kids, he might, he couldn't have been older than like 16. He's Steve calls him over. He's driving past us. He goes, he goes, hey man, I, I threw my club down the cliff. I'll give you 20 bucks if you go down there, find it, and bring it back to me. The kid goes, oh okay. Like obviously he's like a young kid, you know, 20 bucks. It's, it's, he was like, yeah, I'll do it, no problem. So time goes on. We're in the next couple holes. You see this this little red haired kid driving the cart. You got. We're like, oh, there he is, Steve. There he is. Like, kind of getting excited. Oh my god. Oh my god. 
He drives up. He has one piece of the club in one hand, the other piece in his other hand. It's it's snapped in half. <laughs> so the kid gets out. He goes, "Yeah, sir, I, I found your club, but it was broken." We're like, oh damn, Steve, Steve like he, Steve literally snaps. He gets so pissed. He's like, "What do you mean? Like, like you you broke my club." Like, why did you break Holy my club? He, he accused a kid of snapping his club in half after he threw it down a ridge, like literally a <laughs> cliff. And he was like in this kid's face, like bitching. He's like, I'm not, I'm not giving you 20 bucks. You broke my club. What the hell? It was, I, we were all like all of us, the other guys in the group were just like, oh my God, C's going off right now. <laughs> Clearly his fault, but he's still going off about it. Yeah, it was, it was funny. Like I don't, I, I don't even remember who the other two guys were in the group, but the fact that he was like going off on this kid, yeah, he was not happy about it. There's like, he he gets back to the car. You know, Steve, I don't know. It's kind of crazy. I don't think he broke it, but you did throw it down a cliff, so that might have something to do with. <laughs> Steve, I don't, Steve, I Maybe don't know I mean you. I could be like, wrong, but. <laughs> This makes, um, it, makes it even funnier that he tried to blame it on a kid. Like the kid drove down the cliff, found it, snapped it in half, like over his knee. That's what I picture, like Bo Jackson, and then walked it. <laughs> hey, I found. Well, there's there was no way you could drive down there. It was literally you had to walk down a steep cliff to get it. There's no way you're driving a cart down there. Yo, it's wild. I'm not gonna lie. When you're saying, I was like, I'd probably do it for twenty bucks. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it wasn't like too far, but it was definitely steep, and like yeah. you could have. Going to take up. you some time to get back up. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. I want to change gears a little bit, if that's okay. I kind of need Brad here to help mediate, but I am going tomorrow to play a tough course. I'm going to be playing Oakhurst. And good old Jake Parlay is coming along with me. Let's go. We will have a witness because my dad and his 24 friends are going to be there as well. We're going to have a large group that's going to be out at Oakhurst tomorrow morning. But I kind of want something that, you know, we talked a lot of smack about it last week. I know, Brad, you still don't have your bottle of tequila, so maybe I probably will never get what I win. But sure don't. You know, Jake was trying to call me out on the episode last week, and I think we got to get into it. So I'd like to put up a wager here. Let's go against Jake. Let's go. What did I call you out about? I want to uh, at Oakhurst. I didn't call you. Oh out boy! Oh boy! Did I call you out? Well, about how many strokes you? you want, Jake? No, I want. First of all, I want to hear about what I called you out about last week. That's what we we all need a refresher. Oh, man, you started getting a little heated, and you're like, you know what? I, I don't hear you. I don't hear you making bets. And I was like, well, you got to give me some. You, we got to talk about the strokes. So, how many strokes you want? You're gonna give me strokes for tomorrow at Oakhurst. I will give you strokes tomorrow. How many do you want to give me? Let me ask you that. I'll put the ball in your court. No, 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 no. I'll, you ask for your strokes, and we can negotiate from there. Well, no, no, no. I want Last you time you and I played, I shot a 94 and you shot 112. Okay, that's bullshit, <laughs> though, because I was power drinking the whole time. 
Wait, was that was it? Yeah, that was the one day too. I think we went to Andiamo before, so you can't even talk about that because we were hammering. No, 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 not hammering. Maple Lane, not Maple Lane. We played a nice course. It was you and I. Brad played it like the day mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. us. Remember, birdie the first yeah, run. Devil's Ridge. Bucks run. Devil's Ridge. Bucks run. Devil's Ridge. Yeah, yeah. You were close. Devil's Ridge. And we listened about. to that. Remember, we listened to like that. That deer. And we were just trying to get off the hole. I think we oh, both doubled because yeah. we were just like, let's get out of here. We can agree on one thing. It broke my heart. Yeah, broke that was that was tough to listen to. It broke it broke the hearts of the people in front of us, remember? Gave them car drinks, tea. How many strokes do you want? How many strokes do I want? Give me as many as you want to give me, and I'll take them. Give me as many as you want well, to give me. How many strokes did you give the goat? Right. You gave the goat five? Yeah. All right, I'll set the I'll, I'll set the table here for you guys. All I'm right. not going to ask for anything. I'll take let's, what let's I'm do, given. Let's do a little a time travel back in time. All right, so first official card drinks match. I won. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. Haven't got my my bottle of tequila, which was agreed upon. Oh, you should but write a lifetime. We'll movie figure it out. Crying about it for three weeks. Exactly. I beat you three weeks ago. So. You know what? I'm. I'm. I don't even want it anymore. You can have it. <laughs> anyway, back to my story. Back to my story. Since Jake <laughs> rudely interrupted me. Card drinks match number one. I won. Haven't gotten my winnings yet. No surprise. That match, I had. Actually, it started off as four strokes on the podcast, and then we did five strokes. So I was giving. Jake five strokes and I ended up beating him by four or five. Right? So he needs nine strokes. So Jake, wait, how many do you want to give him? Are you saying nine strokes? Cause you won by four or five and you gave him four. Oh yeah. No, I gave him five. It was five. He had a five stroke lead. Yeah. But then you won by four. So that's nine total to break you. Either. Yeah. Scratch scratch. Yeah. So, based off that, that was Maple Lane, which, you know, it is what it is. Uh, yeah, now, Jake's home course. Yeah, exactly. Now, um, Card Shrinks match number two, the same guy going in, Mr. Jake, Mr. Late Jake, who probably will be late for this one. Better not and be. Then, There's 24 guys that'll give you shit, and they talk more shit than I do. Card drinks match number two. I'm not going to be late. Knock it off. Here we go. I say Old Curse, probably a little, uh, definitely a harder course. Something Jake's not used to. So I don't know. I was going to say, I was going to set the baseline at seven strokes. Would you like to discuss that or do you think that's good enough? Jake, what do you get if I lose? You want me to wash your truck? Um. I don't know yet. I don't know. Let me let me uh let me chew on it for a minute. You guys picked the strokes. It's not up to me. No one <laughs> picked like, anything. You guys, make fun, of, you guys make yeah, fun of me all you sent want. Sent out an because... initial offer. Beggars can't. Well, the only reason I said the only reason I said seven to give you a little more breathing room, Jake, is because it is a tougher course. It's not Maple Lane, so whenever you shank your shots, you're gonna have to drop. And I mean, honestly, on the front nine, you'll probably be at least even with max if not under or if not losing to him so i'm just trying to look out for you 
Make Jake, sure I think I haven't played, well, aside from playing on Sunday at a nine hole, I haven't played in a month. We're both going into a super tough course. Um, I don't usually play well, with my, play well with my dad because the pressure of the great versus the young gun trying to, to prove a point here. Um, I'm going to give you, yeah, I'm going to give yeah. you eight strokes. Eight strokes. Okay. That's almost one on the entire front nine, essentially. Okay. So you're getting eight strokes. I think that's fair. Based on the last time that we played, that's probably about a little bit of a break even. I'll give you eight strokes. What do you want if you win? God, there's so many things that come to mind. Man. Man, you're gonna make you're gonna make me do this off the top of my head. Eight strokes. Here we go. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, that's gotta be for work, but I'm not answering at this hour of the night. Um eight strokes. Hmm. Eight strokes at Oakhurst. I feel like that's fair, no Brad? So Brad I, had I, a watch. I feel like that's pretty fair. You're almost getting out of eighteen holes. You only got to beat me on 11. Well, let me ask you this. What are you going to ask for if I lose? That's what I want to know. Because I want to know where the ground stand. Because me and Brad, like me and Brad, obviously have known each other longer. So I know what I can ask for and I know I can push. Well, I feel like you're still there. You can you can ask for whatever you want, buddy. Yeah, you know, I'm Max. You know, I'm Max a washer truck in a in a Speedo and a bikini or coconut bra. I know. I'm not going to lie. It would still be just as funny, but I feel like I got to do something like new. You know what I mean? What do you want? Hmm. Something original? Oh, you God, you're putting me on the spot. Jesus. Um, Max, if I if we do that, you have to buy all my drinks at the bar and we go together for a year. For a year? Jeez. For a year. And, I, and I'm being nice giving you eight strokes? I'm just, I'm just that, that's a lot. It's like, you, you'll probably beat me. Six hey man, months, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be tough. How on, many I don't want to be tough to, on how young Max. So let me just. How many? Get <laughs> every day, every time we go out, what will your cross out trying to make me feel year. guilty? Hey, don't you know what? <laughs> tell you what, tell you what. We're, let's put drinks on the line for the next. I would say week, but we don't really hang out every single day. So for the equivalent, which would That's be seven problem. days, I said a year. How many times do me you go to the bar a month? Maybe three to four times a month. Yeah, so let's say if it were for a week, we'll do a, the equivalent of seven seven days. So seven times, drinks around the other person, seven times. And you have to wash my car in a coconut bra. I already agreed to you there the first part. You can't just add on. I could take you to court like what happened well, in I the just, last no, house. It's worth, you know it's worth it. The best deals are made at the table, so that's why I figured I'd throw it in there. Last minute deal. Yeah, who do you think you are? You think you're Cheryl from Remax? No. I already agreed to your last Not deal. Gonna... Now you're going to throw in another. We'll do seven times. Drinks are paid for by the loser. That's seven days of Shores in. That's fair. Don't be buying like Blue Label. You know, I don't even drink that stuff anyway. You know, I drink. I literally order just every beer they have on the list. So you know that. We're going to Deutschland next time we go there. Um, hey, seven trips ashore, and right, your fine. drinks are paid for. All right, let's do it. Eight strokes? Yeah, you get eight strokes. I was going to say, you could do strokes or match something play. that might make it a little more fair would be, yeah, just match play by holes. Like, you could give him, like, well, you already a said couple seven. holes. You already said eight strokes. 
All right, that's fine. Then take the do the strokes. And it's Maybe actually better. You probably for you, want Jay. more match play. <laughs> it's way better for you. You want match play because then if, if you lose if the hole, like screw it. I still got like <laughs> another. Why would that be better? Because if Mac, if okay, if you if shoot like an your eight ass on a up hole, one and you shoot an eight, and I shoot a four, there goes four of your strokes versus one hole. Wow, he, you know, he said he said no match play, so he wants I was gonna to say I didn't think about it like that. You guys, hey, I was gonna really say eight strokes or six holes. All right, this is we're going to do eight strokes. You're going to buy seven seven rounds. At Shores in. Yep. You want to do match play? We'll do match play. You want to play hardball? I'm game. What do you mean? It's I'm, better for you. Yeah, I'm not really playing hardball. You'd be playing hardball there. <laughs> what I mean, don't, you guys need to stop ganging. Because that is would mean, because Jake, that would mean even if I gave you four holes, that would mean I have no, to I win mean, fourteen I holes. Saying. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying, but me trying to be hard-headed, I have to act like I'm trying to be tough in the beginning. Yes, I didn't understand for a second, and now I realize now that you guys explained I forgot you just started playing golf. My bad, my bad. God damn it. I can't catch a break over here, man. All right, so let's settle settle the the bet first. You drinking wine? Jesus Christ, dude. All right, it's the Jake show. Go ahead. Jake, I already finished all of my whiskey waiting for you to decide so i'm moving on to the next drink it was a wine glass all right yeah go ahead go ahead jake no i was just listening to you it's the jake show so i'm gonna throw it back over to brad (laughs) well what i was actually trying to say is are we going to is this is the bet work both ways Is, is this what we want is this whoever loses pays the next seven times or is there is that it? Is that um, what Jake gets for winning? No, I think it's mutual. Okay. We'll keep it simple. Okay, that's fair. I was going to have originally Jake show up with like blue hair at the next golf round, but we'll keep it simple. No, I'm going to be honest. Please don't make me do that. My hair's thinning so bad. I'm afraid if I put dye in it, it's all You don't have to put the dye out. So do the, like, the spray so you can wash it out. Some of, I know you still got to show houses, so I'm not going to like <laughs> mess you up in that way, bro. Yeah. That, it, would be, it would be that'd the be aerosol tough. spray. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. It's a good idea, but it'd be very tough. No, I'd put the spray in so you can wash it out. All right. You want to do that instead? No, we're doing seven days. No, doing, seven okay, seven times. Match number two, whoever loses pays for drinks seven times next when they go out to the bar beers. or wherever. Beers. Okay, beers. Fine. Now the second we gotta get back there, man. All home. Now the second thing is are we doing stroke play or match play? Because if it's stroke play, you could probably keep the strokes the same at eight, but if it's match play, I would say lessen the number as far as holes go because you both could par a hole or both or get a, get the same score on the on you know majority of the holes and that's not you know that could be yeah you could an push. Even playing field so it would be like five holes maybe i don't know do you want to play match or stroke jake You still count your regular. You still count your, your score, so you know what you shoot. You just it's just. No, I know, I know that, I know that, I know that. I'm not worried about that. But uh, why are you playing hard to get, Jake? Let's do, uh, playing hard to get. We're boys here. I'm We're gonna, gonna play it straight up. Just let's go. Piss me off. Who's pit? No one. We'll do, uh, why? 
Why are you getting pissed off? The ball is in your court. Like, yeah, it's, it's a win-win for yeah. you. So it's it's really... All right, we'll do match play then. We'll All do right. match play then. All right. It takes the easy road, huh? Match play. You motherfucker. <laughs> Every time with you. you match too. play, I'll give you four holes. I want five. Take it or leave it. I'll take, no, the, just... eight, I'll take the eight strokes. Four holes is good because, he, because Jake, you could still win holes and add to that number. All right, if you four, win the first first holes. two holes, that's six holes already. Which you probably won't, but I'm just holes. saying, you know, hypothetically. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't know. I think I might lose this one, but I'll give you four holes. Match play four holes. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. So you get you get you're you're walking in tomorrow early with a four Sling hole lead. So all you have to do is push or win 14 holes. Or all you got to do is push or win six holes. Because that would put you at basically 10 because the push is, we won't play, we won't play carryover on the push. That'll put you at 10. All right. Yeah, that's so. fine. Whatever. I'm going to go in tomorrow slinging. I'm going to be slinging. Little motivation in the morning. I'll probably shoot a reel in the morning too to send it out to the group. But yeah, I'm coming out strong tomorrow. I'm gonna wake up early, have breakfast, coffee. Yeah, you just gotta win six, dude. Going down. I'm gonna show up in a suit. See if I can change in the the locker room there. Steph's dad is actually a member at Oakhurst. Are you really? So maybe I'll use his locker just to really mess with you. I'll be eating donuts in the clubhouse right, take your time. while you're sitting there outside. You gotta play. Um, I'm gonna show up ripping rip darts. You gotta play. That's what I'm gonna show up. ELO showdown when you're driving <laughs> in. Oh. oh, are you nuts? All right, that's the move. Oakhurst tomorrow. Nuts? Jake, you're gonna have to put it on the story. Yeah, that's fine. Easy dub, Brad. Yeah, I think so. I mean, either way, you probably won't get your uh, bill paid for, but that's all right. No, see, the difference where where you lost yours is the whole tequila and delivery. Jake will come down to Shores Inn because we need to finish before spring, dude. We got to get our name well, on that wall. Is- it's a mutual win for us yeah, in our bet because of Shores Inn. Yeah, yeah, it's actually a good move on your part. Well, the funny thing is, is I've seen Jake like six times since this happened. So that's not true. He's seen me a total of three. No, 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 my friend. That's true. Didn't you guys go to a game together? No, he actually didn't go to that game. We, uh, I did. We golfed twice after the match. Might have been some. I was at his house at least twice after that. Um. Saw the Beach Boys last Sunday. Saw them there, you know. But so, you know, that's just how it goes. Yeah, so you got you got to find a mutual win, even if it's a loss. Just, just bust my balls all day. So, Jake, I'm you know, at 127 to go. You're at one. What do you mean you're at 127 to go? What does that mean? I went back to Shores Inn. Oh, you're at oh one twenty. You won without me. 
Uh, we took we you didn't even no 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 me. we took um Steph's dad. One twenty. Oh my god! So I got I got a lot of catching up That's to do. Seven days or four. It's a mutual win. Either way, we're both winning because we're gonna crank down that number. Oh, I'm so pumped! I'm so pumped! I'm gonna lose on purpose. Well, it's I'll, a cheap be date honored. because you know I'm only doing two while you're doing I'm four. Not even, I'm not even talking shit about Max, but I suck my beers down so much faster than he does. Like oh, just yeah. naturally, I don't know why. Brad, he finished like down. five beers by the time I finished two. I was like, I think you were ahead of me before I went to Europe. Brad knows how that goes, though. Oh, yeah. When you get a nice ice cold beer in your hand and you just start sipping it pretty quick, you don't even realize it because unless it's like an IPA, it doesn't hit you hard. So you're just sipping them all day. Brad knows. That was like the bowling league where you chug you chug one beer and then go bowl your friend. <laughs> <laughs> And then you get a strike and you say, oh, my God, I got to do that same thing again. You're like six beers deep through six frames. <laughs> Next, that, was, that was a thing. That was a thing. Like go- bowling miserably. Absolutely miserable. And then so I would like change it up. Like pour. We'd get pitchers of beer. Just pour that thing in the pint glass. And I was like, hey, Brad, what do you think about this? And then just chug it. Like slam the pint as fast as possible. So it's a couple of gulps go up there bowl a strike oh my god i think that works so then doing that all night even though it didn't work then <laughs> you gotta get the beer tower i don't think they had them there luxury lane tower in ferndale beer towers no, we 110 were, we ounces of beer oh, yeah. we weren't that classy you we're gotta at, finish it a little more blue collar over here we're at classic lanes <laughs> <laughs> yeah a little more <laughs> a little less classy over at classic <laughs> you know i will say that one thing problem. Max, when you win this game, this this match, if you if you fucking guys go to Shores Inn, and I don't have my goddamn tequila, <laughs> oh, hey, we're I'm going tomorrow. Rain hell. I'm gonna rain we're hell down on this fucking guy. We're going tomorrow, so if you want your tequila, you better come to Shores Inn tomorrow. I got baseball tomorrow. It's playoffs. What if boy. you came? Hey. Good luck, buddy. Do you really? Is that tomorrow? Yeah, six thirty, Kite Monroe. Hey, you need a sub? I got a six love. <laughs> we don't, God. unfortunately. You have no idea how pumped I am for this round tomorrow. You have no hey, idea. Hey, get there on time. You were on time for the podcast today. You are on time today, so it would be great to make it two in a row. I'm going to be fine. Relax. I'm not going to be late. Right, I'm, I'm done pumping. I'm, I'm done hours, pumping already, your tires. You better not be freaking late. I already mapped the whole thing out. It's a half hour drive for yeah, me. Yeah, but you said that last time. You didn't even call the clubhouse to book to be part of our fourth man. That's right. He didn't. Can't hear you guys. Broke up. But yeah. So yeah. So I'll be there on time tomorrow. And uh, my schedule at work's all over the place. Give me a fucking break. All right. God damn it. Sick of this. Well, I want to make sure he gets there on time, Brad. So why don't we talk about FedEx? Yeah, we could do that. Do we want to do FedEx or do we want to do the – we saw that story about Jake the other day. Oh, no, I want to hear that. No, I want to hear that. Okay. We'll, yeah, I'm sure we all we'll pivot to that one. Um, Was it Friday? Yeah, last Friday I went out to Maple Lane to play some Twilight. Um, I was de- debating on – try to get out of work early, but it didn't work out, and then decided to go up to – maple lane and 
nothing, nothing was really going on. So actually Kristen came with me and just was riding in the cart. And then we were about to pull in to Maple Lane and then Jake, Jake phones us after the, after his golf outing. Yeah, ever head out to Maple Lane, just play a couple, you know, quick round, whatever. And it's actually nice because Twilight starts at 5 on Fridays, so it's good to know. Um, but anyway, uh, we get there. Jake's like, all right, I'm going to come. I'm like 20, 20, 30 minutes away. I'll be there. I'll call you guys. <laughs> and uh, I'll meet you guys out there. So, okay, whatever. Get out there right at 5. We're, we get through like i don't know five six holes and we, we went pretty quick surprisingly and then jay calls and said hey you know i'm, I'm here i'm gonna come out what hole you what hole you on next thing you know we're waiting to tee off on this one hole <laughs> all of a sudden you see coming down the fairway of like number 16 it's this cart like like it's kind of driving like really fast like the hell is this oh it must be jake it's like kind of like swerving back and forth like a movie you know how they drive in a movie like jerking the wheel back and forth oh my god oh my god so <laughs> next thing you know this cart flies up to the t-box it was funny because the the frame of the cart was like like tilted one way like somebody hit a tree or something with the cart or it like rolled over so like there's like jake in this cart with the frame tilted and then you hear that song tarzan boy playing whoa <laughs> that's so amazing comes up comes up slams the brake kicks up all this dust he goes hey how's it going <laughs> in his in his white bucks run bucket hat <laughs> oh. It's funny. He's like driving through all these other holes. People are trying to golf. It's him. It's him. Said so he was. You're blaring your music throughout all these people, like waving. Like, imagine that driving by you where you're trying to putt. I had two guys wave at me though, so I didn't. I didn't think I was killing their vibe. Well, I mean, that's, that's not surprising. I mean, it's like Maple Lane, so I mean, I don't. That's kind of on par for Maple Lane. Oh, my gosh. I was feeling good, though. I just got back from that golf outing. I'm about to meet my boy. We're about to golf. It was good. Well, hell yeah. That's amazing. So t- what, did the, what did the Rangers say when, when you said you're meeting us out there? Oh, he got so excited. He's like, do you know where the hole is? I'm like, yeah, I know where. The, I'm going to head out that way. My buddies. And what did we say? 16? Yeah. It was like 16 or 17 I was meeting Brad on. Like something, he's like, um, I'm gonna send you out over here. I was like, actually, you know, my friend's actually out over there, and he goes, where? I'm like, he's like, 16 North. And he goes, oh, oh, okay. He's like, do you know how to get there? I was like, yeah, I golf here all the time. He's like, get out there, like slaps me <laughs> in the back, like listening to Tarzan Boy blasting in the car by myself. Oh, 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 oh. It's actually funny with the Rangers. <laughs> The ranger, I had a, a similar encounter the same day. He's like, it was just me, and then Christian was riding. So I was like, yeah, I just got. I was like, yeah, I just got one. And he takes my receipt, and this other guy like walks up to him, and he looks at him, and he goes, yeah, we we just got done playing nine. We're gonna play another nine. 
And the guy goes, he looks at this, it's an older guy, the ranger. He looks at this other guy, he goes, puts his finger up. He goes, hold on one minute. I'll be right with you. And like turns back around to me. It's like, oh, okay. Like and he goes, oh, you got two. And I'm like, no, it's actually just me. Like I just said, but anyway, he goes, oh, okay. He goes, uh, you play here before? I'm like, oh yeah, of course. All the time. He goes, you know, you know, uh, t- number 10 on the North courses. I'm like, absolutely. I do. He's like, all right, like pass me on the back. Go, go play that. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Dude, they love it there. They love it there when you know the course. When they get when they get their regulars in there, they're excited. Oh, absolutely. I'm just happy. It was a. I've never. I don't think I've ever seen that guy there before. It's really nice. It's amazing. But uh, anyway, the later on we get we get through a decent amount of holes. I I think I played almost 18 total. The Jake played probably like 12 or 13 total. So he got there late, but it wasn't a knock, but he did. He was, he got there later. Uh. <laughs> I was coming from an outing. So that's why I was late. Um, you had to on, wait for the song I, to finish before he could meet you. That's true. Are you not that an eight minute song? I have to listen to the whole thing. So we, we get done with the front nine and we go play. We tee off on, the West number one, the red course get to, we t- get done with number one. I actually almost shipped in for Eagle on that hole is crazy, but the, the funny story was number two. It's like a, a hard dog leg left. It's like one, I don't know, 180, 190 to the end. And then shoots over left about like 150 yards. So we both put one out like in the middle where the dog leg is. I'm a little bit ahead of Jake and there's <laughs> I'm standing there. We're waiting because there's other people on the green, but, <laughs> but <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm standing there. I, I turn around and I see Jake. He's like, like he's on the ball. He's, he's addressed the ball. He's took practice with me and he's like addressed the ball. He's on it and he's his head straight down. And in my head, I'm like, Oh, okay. Like just, he's just lining himself up. He's not going to hit it. Like, please don't hit it. Please don't hit it. Like for those of you who don't know, Jake takes like six hours to hit the damn ball. So I'm like, okay, he's just, he's just waiting. He's just waiting. He's, you know, he's just getting in his own, whatever. And I knew there's people up there on the side of the green or on the green. So I'm like, I look at Jake. I'm like, Oh God. Oh God. No. And I look up on the green and like, I look back and he starts winding up. And I couldn't even like get out like anything. I was like, I was like, Jake. And I stopped like mid, like mid saying his name, like Jake. And by the time I could finish, he fucking swung and like a pretty good shot. It hit the green and bounced off the back. But like, I look at him and I'm like staring at the green. I'm like, oh my God. Cause the other group was walking on the green and this kid like, saw him and he's like looking at Jake with his hands up and I'm like oh my god I'm like I'm like what the hell did you do I'm walking over towards him not even looking up at the green like oh my god you dumb man like shaking my head like like I was disappointed like oh what the hell are you doing so the kid disappointed <laughs> I was like Jake what are you doing like I don't know what the I don't know what he was thinking so <laughs> they're obviously pissed like this kid 
and all of a sudden his hands are up, looks behind him, starts like, like, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it, like lunging over to his ball, like half running, like lunging, bends down, winds up like an outfielder, picks up Jake's ball, chucks it just all like across the course, across this other fairway. And <laughs> what are you going to do? At this point, Jake's already said he's sorry, but after he did that, he's like, he's like, all right, like, I said I was sorry. I didn't see you. You didn't have to go throw my ball. I'm sorry. And I'm like, what? and me and my head, like, what the, f- what do you mean you didn't see them? They're right there. Well, okay. All right. Listen, there's two sides to every story. And I, I sincerely admit that I fucked up. That is so true. But that is not something that I would have ever done intentional. So listen, Brad, can you attest that I hit a, a fantastic tee shot, correct? Yeah, it was pretty good. So, Max, so this is this is my side of the story. And I'm not excusing myself. I'm just saying I had a lapse of mindset. So I hit a beautiful tee shot, one of the best tee shots I've ever hit in that. Yeah, you hit hole. the green. That's pretty so good, I man. It, I hit it over the trees for my first shot, and it's a massive dog leg left. So now I'm probably 130 yards out. So I take a pitching wedge, and I'm not making an excuse, but on this hole, the cart path is to the back of the hole Mm -hmm. and to the right. These guys park their cart in the trees to the left, and I wasn't drunk, anything like that. Brad, Brad will attest to that. He saw me. I was not drunk. These guys, when I went set up and did my practice swings, they must have still been in their cart because nobody was on the green. And me just being stupid and being in the zone, I had Tarzan boy blasting and then tongue tied by group love afterwards. So now I'm feeling myself. I'm excited about my drive. I take my two or three practice swings and I address the ball. So it's all about timing. These guys must have walked out of the woods after I already set up and put my head down. And that's my honest to God mistake. And that's fair. But my only thing is I would have never did that if I saw their cart behind the green because it wasn't behind the green. They parked over to the left in the trees and they were not on the green when I set up and addressed the ball. And I bent down and I'm, I was feeling good. I hit a great tee shot. So I set up and hit it. I, I'm not going to lie. I hit a great second shot too. It was great. Just off the back of the green. So whatever, after I hit it, do you ever do one of those things in your life where you just feel like a complete idiot? Oh, yeah. You're like, oh, shit. And there's nothing you can do but say sorry. And you're like, I, I genuinely screwed up. That was one of those moments for me. Beautiful shot. I feel really stupid now. And now Brad's pissed at me. I'm like, Brad, I'm really sorry. I didn't see them. That was my bad. That was my screw up. And then you can't even like, you're trying to tell him like, listen, dude, I, it was just an honest mess up. And you don't want to piss your partner off because he's playing too. And I felt stupid there. So I'm like, listen, man, it was just a mess up. These guys are pissy. <laughs> this guy <laughs> this guy runs over, takes my ball, and throws it over the fence. I was like, damn it. I was like, all right. I said I was sorry. You didn't have to do all that. That was unnecessary. It was a good ball. It was a good ball. I don't know, man. I think so I, don't, I, did that. I don't know how you didn't see them. Hey, it was. I just told you how I didn't see them. It was a stupid them. play. You probably thought, play. you know, I'm... your shot clock timer went off twice. Normally, Brad and I give you shit for that when you dress the ball. But at the same time, it's Maple Tunnel Lane. Tunnel vision kicked in. It's Maple Lane. 
Maple Lane, it's going to happen. Maple Lane and Tunnel Vision kicked in. That's my only excuse. It's not even an excuse, but Tunnel Vision kicked in. I stopped thinking. I couldn't see their car because they parked on the left side into the trees. When you're focusing on the green, you're not going to look there. So whatever that should happen. I'll give you one but, thing. I mean, I'll let you get back to the end of the story. I'll give you one thing now. Let's say we can. We've already said Jake takes a long time to swing to hit his ball. So this was probably the fastest I've ever seen him practice <laughs> swing and hit it. So Thank look, God. so Thank look, God. so look. All I'm saying is take this as a learning lesson because you drove up to your ball. Two parts to the learn. Two parts to this lesson here. One, make sure the green's clear. There's nobody up by the green or around the green whatsoever. Two, is you only you, you know you, you didn't take too long to set up and hit your shot, and it was a pretty good shot. Am I wrong? No, you're not. You're not. So, and that's why I'm saying like this. Maybe you should, this isn't my excuse. I'm just saying maybe you they should weren't. take less time with the setup and the swings and trying to hit the ball because it might help you in the long run. That's just what I'm saying. That's just all I'm saying. Now continue. <laughs> I like how he says it so condescendingly too. <laughs> He's got a point though. We've even talked about I've this. I mean, you. don't do it tomorrow. Well, I know. I know. It's fair. It's fair. Don't do it tomorrow. It's Two things to not We're do not. tomorrow. Not One or three things. One, don't be late. Two, definitely look. Don't, just hit the ball until you look at the green because although I've we're playing against people that have their AARP like card, they will still kick our butt. And three, you always say you get in your head when you when you line up to the ball because you start overthinking it. Just, just send it. Well, no. Okay, so no, that's fair. I agree with everything that Brad just said. I am just telling you this shot was literally all about timing. I was feeling myself. I hit a good tee shot. I was in a rhythm. When I looked and set up, they were not on the green. They were still in their cart chit-chatting, and their cart was off to the left where I couldn't see it. They must have walked up right as I said it, set, uh, set up. I'm not making an excuse. I'm just saying that's what must have happened. So after all that, you know you know, you do something in your life, and you feel like a moron because there's a crowd around. So I felt really stupid. Now I'm standing there, and these guys are pissed. So then I drove over to the next tee box that they were on, and I made sure I went to uh, go go apologize. And as I'm pulling up, you got two big guys and one smaller guy, and I'm like, this is going to go one of two ways. I'm going to apologize, and they're going to accept it, or I'm going to apologize, and they're all just going to beat the living shit out of me because I almost hit their one friend in the head with a golf ball. So I'm... <laughs> I'm like, I'm like pulling up, like, all right, how can I sweeten this up? Should I give them a sleeve of balls? What should I do? So I pull up and I was like, listen, guys, I'm sincerely sorry. I was in the zone. I'm so sorry. I didn't see you. I don't have any other explanation besides the fact that, listen, I hit a good tee shot. I just jumped right in and I didn't see you guys. And it got quiet for a second. I was like, oh, boy, isn't going to end well. I'm going to have to floor this cart out of here. And Maple Lane's golf carts don't work well. So I'm going to have to pull the choke a few times before it takes off. So. They ended up being great guys. They were actually really cool. They all shook my hand, dapped up with me. I apologized, and they said they understood. Shit happens. Um, it was just a, it was just a mistake by me. It was funny though. Brad's right. It was funny. I didn't I didn't take long to set up. I just set up and hit a good shot. But yeah, it was one of those shots where you look back and you're like, you know, shit happens. I apologize. They accepted it, and it was just a stupid mistake on uh, on my part. I got in the zone, and what are you gonna do? My only question. Because it would just make it even better. 
where one of the guys in jean shorts and a wife beater, because that's normally what you see at Maple Lane. No, he was in jean shorts and a Pittsburgh Pirates t-shirt, though. All right, that's typically how it goes. <laughs> you tried to get me, but they were but really you didn't cool. Say one... Steelers, so that's that's on you. You messed that one up. Well, no, no, he really was in a Pittsburgh Pirates t-shirt, though, and he had Pittsburgh Pirates hats on. Um, hat on, not hats. <laughs> So I, uh, so once, once I apologized to them and I got up and shook their hand, they were really cool. They're like, listen, man, we, you know, no big deal. Sorry. And the guy even apologized. He said, sorry, I threw your ball. I was pissed. I'm like, no, dude, I I would, I would have thrown your ball too if it was me. So I get it. I just fucked up. And the guy's like, no, man, you're good. Shit happens. Are you drinking? I was like, yeah, I mean a little bit, not, not crazy. And then he's like, yeah, we're drunk. Like yelled. So I was like, oh man, they could have killed me. Imagine me fighting three drunk guys. Oh. Imagine that. You believe that shit? No, but they were great about it. I just I have no explanation besides I fucked up. That's the best explanation I have. Why'd you sound like Bubba Gump when you said that? Or... No, you know where that's from? That's from uh, with the campaign with Will Ferrell and uh, Zach Galifianakis where he's running for He's oh, like, yeah. I fucked up. <laughs> He gets pulled over for drunk driving. He's like, ah, fucked up. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so that was Jake's fuck up for the week. Momo of the week good right one, there. Good shot, though. It was a good shot. Brad saw it. it was, I mean, for me, it was a good shot. Brad saw it. Okay, it was a good shot in the sense it hit the green. Because it ended up off the green. Doesn't matter though. I didn't shake it. I know, but I'm not trying to sell it. Jesus, dude, it went in. He pulled it out and threw it. Yeah, he took it out of the hole. He hit the guy in the balls, and it went in the hole. What else do you want? Well, actually, you know, I'm not gonna lie. I don't want to hit anybody with a golf ball. Can you imagine if I would have did that though? Oh my! Bam! (laughs) Then he probably just drove away. You know. You know, it would be hard, though, because me and you would be, like, dapping up, but then at the same time, like, what the fuck? Like, yelling from the background, like, the one guy's on the ground crawling around, and, Brad, we got to get, when we head over the next hole, I'm like, trying, yeah, you trying to keep it. I'm trying to fight you, and all you keep saying, yeah, but it, w- it went in the hole. What do you, what do you mean? <laughs> hey, you want to know the funniest thing, though? Is I didn't know what to say, and then after they all dapped up to me, and I was like, I'm not even being a smart ass, but <laughs> I know it almost hit you, but how good was the shot? And the guy goes... It was a little long, but it was a good shot. <laughs> I started laughing. <laughs> it was worth it, though. Memories. That's right. Memories. Man, a- that would have been a good time to plug cart drinks. Could have. Oh, I didn't even think of it. I was so afraid of getting my face beat in. Yeah. I almost hit the one guy in the head. It went right over the top of his yeah, head. I'm not, not going to lie. I drove immediately to my ball. <laughs> was it Trying to back him up. <laughs> That's when you shake your head viciously because you're like, I want to make it known that it wasn't my shot. And well, I'm disappointed I did. I, like, in my partner. I, like, walked all the way back well, to no, his cart, and I was like, "What?" Like, shaking my head. Damn it. Well, and I was laughing, too, because, like, I don't blame Brad. It's not his fault. And and it really, I'm not saying it wasn't my fault. It was just a stupid mistake. I didn't, I couldn't see him. But then I was laughing, like, deep down because I was like, if I would have gotten a fight, I wouldn't have blamed Brad if he didn't back me. <laughs> Just keep because what is he supposed to do? Continue, what is he supposed to do? Continue playing golf, like damn, that's crazy, bro. I don't know. I don't know what you want me to do. 
Hey man, hey guys, I'm just here to play some golf. You mind if I play through? Actually, no, I can't, Jake. I can't help you. I'm not gonna lie. So you got called the clubhouse. They're gonna send the cart kids out here for you. I, I, you know, it's getting getting dark. I don't get a few more holes. Got to pay them twenty bucks. They're picking. They're picking me up by all fours to put me in the back of the cart and drive me back. The funny thing is, you'd probably be like, "Oh yeah, okay, go play. I'll be fine." I honestly would have. I honestly would have because I knew like it was one of those you guys have ever had. I know you've had those moments in your life where you fuck up really bad and you don't even know what to say because there's other people around and it's just a genuine mistake. I didn't know what to say. And then like one, I'm embarrassed because I almost hit them. Two, I'm embarrassed because now I embarrass Brad. Three, Brad's kind of pissed at me now, even though I didn't do it on purpose. And all I can keep telling Brad is, listen, Brad, I fucked Uh up. It's my bad. Sorry. I didn't want to, you know, but you know what I mean? Like you've been in those situations where you're like, man, I can't really make this better besides just apologize, own up to it and move on. Those are the worst situations. Those are the worst situations. And I hate them because it's just miserable until you go and apologize. And even after you apologize, you're still kind of like, man, I screwed up. Yeah, don't do that tomorrow. That was one of those situations. So. I'm not going to do that tomorrow. That's the first time I've ever done that. Well, Brad keeps saying it like I do that every time we go out. That was the first it time. It was the first time you were on time. So, you know. Here we go. Hey. Folks, I just want to point out Brad and Max are trying to get me fired up because they know I'll start going off. It's not going to happen tonight. What do you mean? There's, the only thing I can get you fired up about is my tequila, but we already did that. And there's no sense in beating, beating a dead horse, right, Max? That's right. There's no point. Because at the end of the day, he's he doesn't matter. He's not gonna pay you. That's not true. All right, what's the next topic, Max? Well, I mean, we'll save the fun stuff for next week after I uh, after I win tomorrow. So we might as well just wrap into the second round of the playoffs, which is for the FedEx Cup, going into the BMW Championship. Just want to point out after everybody was talking some shit last week that my boy won his first PGA championship. Finally, it did make him go into another playoff. The guy's probably sick of the playoffs, but, uh, you know, won. So if it were to end like it was supposed to last week, you this guy would have been your cart drinks champion. But, um, you know, PGA is doing some crazy shit and they want to do two more for the FedEx playoff, which means Jake has another chance. To maybe how can you say Jake has another chance when I pick two winners this yep, year? Yep, but that that made you playoffs. Patriots went sixteen and zero, and they didn't ups. win the Super Bowl. Three runner ups, three runner ups. You guys can't even. You guys can't even lick my. Cleats. Hey, you want you want to know what's like, funny, I, Jake? I have, I have trampled all over the car drinks cast. You want to know year. what's funny? I have trampled all over as far as picks. You want to know what's funny? The FedEx playoff. Yeah. You pick one winner and you think you're hot. It's completely that's, that's different, right? All you got to do is be one of the top 45 golfers to make it in. And then you get to play in all three tournaments. So it's the same thing. You could be amazing. You could be one of the best golfers. You could be one of the best golfers. Now, But at the end of the day, what happens is you make it to the FedEx playoffs. That's it. Rory. What the fuck do we You know, look at some of these guys that are probably best. Dustin Johnson. Left, went to live because he couldn't keep it up with the playoffs. Fuck him. I don't give a it's shit about thing, him. I'm buddy. talking about our pool. It's the same thing. 
We no, can even go into no. different sports. I got, I got... Patriots went 16 and 0, didn't win a Super Bowl. That shit doesn't matter in the season. It comes down to the playoffs. The and, and we're in it. I, I still I think I'm still winning by three points at least. No, because I picked three the winner. At least. And I've still made points. So okay, that doesn't mean you I jumped up you. 17 points because you were down like 18 points. No, you did not time me. That is not true. There's it's no facts. way that's true. And the ba- sad part is that it doesn't is matter because we're I'll in pull playoffs, it up right now. So I'm already up 1 0. Playoffs don't mean shit. You playoffs can't go, you can't wipe. The regular That's how you season. win a championship. You can't wipe. How can you wipe the regular season? Because it qualifies you for playoffs. Oh, that's so fucking. You stupid. even played baseball. That's, you know how why, that why goes. Did I, why did I? I should have just waited till the playoffs then to pick. No, you got to make it to the playoffs. I did. I I won the, the Cleveland league. Browns the went zero and sixteen. They didn't make playoffs. I won the I won the Cleveland Card Drinks Pick'em League. And I made it well past the playoffs. I should just be a shoe hey for the Super Do you play Bowl. fantasy football? I'm not even talking shit. Huh? Do you play fantasy football? Yes, okay, I do. Okay, so you know, you could go undefeated in the season, but as soon as the playoffs start, doesn't mean you win the championship. Yeah, but also the defeated team doesn't make it to the championship, and we all know that. I beat both you guys. I beat the breaks Dude. off the Cart Drinks League this year. I'm not going to have that taken Dude, from me. because Congrats, man. Brad and I will both say it. You won the regular season. But it's playoff time, baby. It's time. You're not there. Crazy. You're not there. That's when the big boys show up. So what? Because you picked Will Clitoris, you win. No, I'm one zero. So all my all my winners. So technically, how many points is that, Jake? So none of the. So why? This is my question, though. So why did I pick all season then, and then just get wiped out? All those. That's what happens when you go into playoffs in any sport ever. Even pick then. I don't even understand how that makes make sense. Playoffs. What? That's how. That's why you play a season to make playoffs. Brad doesn't even know what to say right now. He's confused. He's back in the Taliban cave right now. It's all, all buggy over you there. You have to the win internet. one to make playoffs. Brad won one when you didn't show up. I picked a winner. I won We've all three made it when I did playoffs. show up. And you didn't pick the winner of the first playoff, and now we're in the second playoff. So I'm out. No, it's just a new slate because it's playoffs. It comes down to the last three tournaments. If Brad didn't pick one when you didn't show up, Brad wouldn't be in the playoff contention, but he qualified. Yeah, yeah, but I also picked three winners this year. I yeah, so that's that awesome. Sense. You went, you won the regular season. You got first seed, and you didn't pick the winner in the playoff. So we have two more playoffs to go. Maybe you can win the last two, and then you win it all, and this won't even matter. Oh, something sounds fishy around could, there. Yeah, I don't know. Sounds like the Black Sox scandal. Anyways, we're going into the second playoff. Maybe we should say if you didn't get close and you didn't make it, so Jake's out. But I picked the winner, <laughs> so I'm still in here. I think I go first, right? Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Let's hear right. it, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with another winner. Another semi long shot. And I'm gonna go with John Rahm. Brad, who you got? Well, I was gonna pick John Rahm. Scumbag picked him before me. Oh, sucks. I'm gonna pick Morikawa. How about that? Ah, that's a good pick. Jake, who you got? Big Zach Johnson. He doesn't know. He's been watching too many peep shows. <laughs> <laughs> that voice. That voice. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not allowed to pick anybody I picked before. It's playoffs. You, you just can't pick you Xander. Did. 
Why don't you get off my ass for 10 seconds and let me just fucking pick? How about well, if you that? listen to the rules, you would have already known. Yeah, I don't listen to nobody. Who are you going to pick? Call him Pat. Let's go Jordan Spieth. I'll take Jordan Spieth. No right. one's picking the defending champion, huh? Fuck him. Who was the defending champion? Patrick Cantley. How did he win the tour? He went back to back? Yeah, he, well. Cantley did? He won, he won the tour championship last year. Yeah, he won he won the FedEx Cup title. I thought he won the tour championship. I think that's the FedEx Cup title. Oh, it's the same thing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's getting really confusing now. They're adding all this stuff on. They all have so many different names, but apparently Cantley's the defending champion. Speaking of that, Max, I know you messaged us about it. The meeting that they're doing between the PGA and the players. Give us our live update, dude. What do you, I mean, I want to see what you guys think. I know, that, well, they showed video today. I don't know if it's true or not, but it was video of Tiger Woods getting off a private jet. He had like a flannel shirt on, jeans, and tennis shoes. I don't know if it's old stock footage or it's supposed to be recent is what they said. He's pulling up. He's going to be a mediator well, at this meeting. I don't, but I don't know if that footage is true or not. What do you, what do you guys think about this? I don't know what's going to happen at this point because they're talking about all the majors and everything now at this meeting. Do you think the merger's happening or happening or do you think it's going to be this meeting's going to happen and the live's going to carry on? I think it's the first of many meetings. I think it's a great idea by PGA to have Tiger be the voice. The guy's a legend. So to have his insight as far as what the player should be getting and what the PGA as far as preserving the history and tradition needs to have. You know, I think he's a good representative to play the mediation for both sides. Um, but we'll see what happens. That That's the rumor is that he is going to be the mediator. He's going to be able to represent and try and start the initial discussions. I think it's going to be multiple months long of conversations before they get to a point. But hopefully we can get to something where there can be a mutual agreement where we can have some of these bigger guys come back because it's kind of not been the best of golf to watch, to be honest. I mean, you can already feel the change. You saw, what's his name? Uh, Scotty Scheffler stepping in uh, Cameron Young's line. Mm-hmm. Or is it Cam Smith? I always Cam mix Smith. him up. My bad. Yeah, my bad, my bad. I always mix him up. But yeah, I didn't know if that was actually a thing, but it, yeah, he stepped in his line. And he looked at him, and people were saying that was because of the live bullshit. I don't know if that's true or not, but I want to see what you guys thought. Brad, what do you think? Uh, I don't know, but the Cam Smith thing, I, I don't even know. Like, that is what it is. But I mean, I, I agree with Max. I mean, the the live golf thing, it's I don't even. It's kind of confusing the format. It's not like exciting to watch, in my opinion. Like you look back at at. St. Jude, FedEx St. Jude last weekend, like just the atmosphere and the like came down to the playoff and that last hole, you, we were watching that last hole. Um, remember, uh, we were in the parking lot for the Beach Boys, Jake, like the the two drops, Salatoris took a drop off that off a of stone and then uh, I think uh, Straka took the, uh, he hit one in the water. So like, just like the whole atmosphere of that playoff and Zalatoris, you know, had to come at, come 
come back and win in the playoff. It's just, I don't think you get that with, you're not getting that with the live now. And I don't know if it'll ever come to that. It's kind of just the big names playing golf. It doesn't really mean much. I mean, listen, I'm, I'm all for great players. Um, I'm all for tradition. I want the competition. No offense to Straka, but like, we shouldn't be there. It should be like your Dustin Johnsons, your Cam Smiths, your without this drama going on on the side. Like, we should have the best competitive players playing against each other to prove who's the best golfer, which is what the PJ is supposed to be about. Like, Straka has been there twice, both times. I don't think I don't think we'd have. Some of these winners, the way that it is right now, if we just kept it with the top tier golf, and we're kind of getting a little bit of suffering on the PGA as far as competitive play, we still have the same atmosphere, which is great. But you know, you just I feel like we're getting tier two in the PGA, and we're getting like tier three, tier four in live from an entertainment standpoint. It's like we need to get somewhere where we can get golf back to where it was i mean you have all these young kids excited to get out there and golf after the pandemic which really helped to boom the sport and it's like let's get the entertainment there too yeah i can well, I agree with man, that oh, sorry. i was gonna say like as far as getting the you know the best players yeah you want to see that as well like in the you know at the end of a big tournament and if it's a playoff whatever it doesn't matter if it's a close match but I mean, it's it's also the big names. Plus, if you get, you know, those guys that haven't really made a splash or they're not big name guys, kind of battling that. That I'm trying to say is that big name guy like Dustin Johnson or Cam Smith, and then you got like like Straka coming in or somebody, you know, I don't know, Matthew Wolf, whoever, whatever. Like if it comes down to those two playing, that's cool too. But you know, you always want to see those big names as well. So I, I get it from both sides. But I think PJ has something that Live doesn't have, and Live has something which I think is the money, which the PJ doesn't want to give out or doesn't have overall. No, I agree. I think it's uh, it's a uh, it's a thin gray line. Um, touching on what Max said, you got people that. I mean, just on both sides, you got big golfers going to each side. We've talked about it a million times before now. I, I'm still on the fence. I really, I'm truthfully, truthfully still on the fence. I don't know. I don't know what, obviously I think the PGA is still better, but if the live has this much money to play with and then I agree with Max too, these negotiations will probably go on for months. It's hard to say what's really going to happen. I think that the PGA is at a really volatile point because they're at risk of losing a lot of golfers. Now, they've already lost some big names already, but how much longer is that going to happen? How much longer big names, not necessarily big names, but there's going to be some more names that go. I think we know that before the storm is over, there's going to be more people that go. No, I think the biggest names that could have gone already have. Um, 
unless they get somebody else that's crazy that we didn't see coming. I just, uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's, it's to me, it's like the perfect storm right now. And I think they're going to try and figure it out and see what happens. But I still think the live is onto something and I think it's going to force something that's not what everyone's used to. It's going to be like the USFL NFL merger. And, um, I think with the way that the live has gone so far, I think that's where it's going. I mean, I think to the media, it's amplified it more. I think you have two points. I mean, one is we had these top tier guys. We're just leveling the playing field more. I think PJ still holds the power. We can go back to leveling the playing field where we don't have the big guys like a Tiger Woods, a Dustin Johnson, a Cam Smith. And you just even the playing field where you're kind of in a way cleaning house and trying to figure out who's the best out of this new generation. But the the other side of it though, is and I think where what we're used to as the big name athletes is where the frustration comes in PGA. You have the money, the money's there, the endorsements, the sponsorships, the uh, revenue that you're gaining off of all of that and the players, the money's there. So you could increase the purse to pay out players, but you're choosing not to. I think that's where they're most frustrated. If you want to level the playing field, then let's just call it how it is. We're leveling the playing field where anybody could win, a Straka could win. You could have this young person come in and say, instead of trying to take a big bag in the beginning, I'm going to try and work my way through the tradition of golf and have a chance to be one of the best players. We're going to see a huge mix up in the sport as far as who's going to be winning these majors. If that's their plan PGA, then that's your plan. But I think there could be some compromise there where you could increase the purse and make it more enticing for some of these big players say, Hey, you know what? Actually for me, I did love the money this first year. I'll still come back because now the purse of the PGA is a little bit friendlier than, than what it used to be. I mean, we looked at some of these tournaments, you know, you have, the purse for what was it? RBC was like four million across the top three guys, where it was like three times the amount if you won for live. Let's balance it out a little bit. I mean, if you made the purse like eight million, I'm sure some of those bigger name guys would come back for the tradition. But right now it's just it's it's so far across the spectrum. Like I think you gotta you gotta give some money to it and you have the ability to afford that from a revenue side. Yeah, I mean, clearly it's they need, they need to increase the winnings and everything like that. So I don't know. We'll see. I guess the, this meeting will might tell us a lot, might tell us nothing. I mean, it could be multiple meetings, like like you said. Um, but I will say, I think the if there is somebody that can kind of bridge the gap, I, I think it definitely is Tiger Woods, right? He's kind of like the – I don't want to say he's the last – resort for the PGA but he's like the the main pillar the the building block that they're going to need and can kind of bridge these two together I mean he's our generation's Jack Nicholas so I mean what do you, I mean it's just tough it's just tough because I know we talked about it before but when you think about the money I can't blame some of these guys I can't blame them for jumping for the money because guess what? I mean, if all of us were offered a job tomorrow and said, we're going to triple what they pay you now, just jump in and do it. 
it's hard to turn that down. I think we can all agree on that, but it's different than the prestige of the PGA. So I think somebody like Tiger Woods jumping in who, I mean, he's our generation's Jack Nicholas. I, I think that that's going to make a difference, but I still don't think I see them making a deal in the next six months. I think it's going to take six months to a year because they got money to play with on live. And I think the PGA has the leverage of having TV, TV coverage. The live doesn't. So that's going to be the only difference. Unless live can work out a deal, which I'm sure is possible. I think we're going to find a deal here within the next year and they're going to have to work it out and get everything back together. Cause they can't afford to lose these guys. They don't want to lose them. I mean, I don't want to watch a PGA without Dustin Johnson. I don't want to, I, I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of Phil Mickelson, but I like watching him on tour at the masters. He's won the masters before. Not a big fan of Bubba Watson, but the same thing. He's won the masters before we want to see all those guys compete together. So they're going to have to work something out at some point, and the PGA is smart enough to know, hey, we got to work something out because we're just losing viewership and money in the long run by doing that. So I think that's what we're going to see happen. See how it shakes out. Should be a good good off season for golf. And you got the right guy to mediate because you have someone that doesn't necessarily care about the money, but he cares about the tradition. And he's a guy who, as best as you can call it, blue collar is tiger woods he went from having to change in the parking lot because you weren't allowed in the clubhouse and crushing clubhouse records course records to prove a point you have a guy that knows what you have to do to win and how to be paid the appropriate amount for winning and um i'm excited to see what happens he's also a leader in the golf industry that all of these guys look to so I think he'll he'll play both sides very, very well. For sure. You guys got anything else you want to chat about? Or anything else left on the live PGA or any other golf or non-golf related things? I mean, not really. I know we're kind of beating a dead horse. I know this week's big, though, because they're all meeting. So... That's all I have aside from uh, kicking Jake's ass tomorrow that you'll see on the Instagram story. Max, you better be ready 10 15 tomorrow, baby. You better be on time. Otherwise, though. If you're not on time, then we're playing straight up match play. I'm just going to say it right now. Addendum, Brad, addendum. If he's late, we're playing straight up. Okay. What would you not constitute as late? What's what's the time? What's the time Jake has to be there? Well, Handsome Jake said he was going to be there at ten. Wait, what did you call? What did you call? That's him? his name, Handsome Jake. Mm, thank you, Max. Ten o'clock. He said he was going to be there. I said ten to ten fifteen. I'll give you, is what I I'll give you a fifteen-minute buffer if you're not there by ten thirty. You're late. Oh man, ten thirty. What time do you plan on being there, by bud? I thought we said ten to fifteen. Uh, ten to ten fifteen when we talked. We are, about but I'm there. giving you a fifteen-minute buffer. So 15 minutes plus 15 minutes is 30 minutes. So by 1030, if you're not there, straight up play. All right. 1030 no, it is. No, dude. Other, other, otherwise, I'm just thankful that you invited me. So thank you. I'm excited to be It's going to be a good time. I'll be there on time. But yeah, I'm excited to see you tomorrow. But I haven't seen you in a while. So it'll be fun. It'll be fun. It'll be a good time. We'll get some good laughs in. Should be an even match. And uh, yeah, Brad's going to get to hear all of it pretty shortly. Oh, I can't wait. 
Yeah, I can't wait. We got the card strength match number two coming up. We have drinks on the line for the next seven times at the bar together for these two, Jake and Jake and Young Max. Um, still haven't got my tequila. Another week down. We'll see what happens. Um, you know, not holding my breath on that one. You know, Max taking the dub with the FedEx, and then we got the BMW this this weekend. Um, other than that, I think we're going to wrap it up here. Card Drinks number 11. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you guys on number 12. Peace. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.